Hello and welcome to Strange Sound. I'm Joe. Glad to have you with me once again this week. It's kind of a strange week here in uh, upstate New York, uh, in my little world. This is episode 51, by the way. Actually, I think it's episode 52. This is episode 52, by the way. I've lost count. There's been so many. I guess that makes this our year's anniversary. Perhaps it's a new season. We'll see. I I didn't actually conceive of this as being a multiple season type of show. Doesn't make much difference. I'm doing this in my basement, folks. Honestly. There's no season involved. It's not like we're going to go on vacation for a while and then come back a little bit later and say, Did you miss me? God, no. It's just me, just Joe. Again, my standard disclaimer. The views expressed on Strange Sound are my own. Uh, I'm Joe. And (laughs) they uh, reflect the opinions of no one else, no one that I'm associated with, not my friends, not my neighbors, not my relatives, not my employer, not my, uh, I don't know, my... Uh, the vendors that uh, do business with me, not uh, anyone. Just me. Just me. It's all about me. It's all about little me. You all know this. Anyone who's listened to this podcast before knows this to be true. So anyway, uh, as is my custom, I am going to read for you my latest blog post um, known as uh, A Furious Rant. So Joe's Furious Rant for February 26th, which is the day I'm recording this. So think of this as the audio version of the blog post that I've posted, as if you were hearing it on, I don't know, Audible, or something like that, or I don't know, something like that. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, this is the podcast version of my blog post. My blog post, entitled, Same Old, February 26th, 2021. It's late February, nearly a year after the first cases of COVID-19 in the United States, and I and millions of people like me are still standing in the middle of a street waiting for a truck to strike us down. For those of you who thought everything would change after we got rid of Trump and saw Biden take office, this is not an encouraging time. I know we're little more than a month into the new administration, but for Christ's sake, the house is on fire. Pull the damn alarm. They're going to have to do a hell of a lot better than this, because this is pathetic. I'm hearing voices within the administration telling us that they're ramping up production of everything COVID-related via executive order. That's nice, but where's the evidence of this? I live in a fairly rural community, a small city, and I notice no change whatsoever aside from the rhetoric. Yes, like many Americans... I have not had a COVID vaccine, as I am not yet eligible. I am not over 65, nor do I work in what's considered a high-risk capacity. But the eligibility barrier is just another way of saying that they don't have enough shots. At this point, we should be flooding the zone with vaccines, trying to get as many shots as possible into people. I have heard whispers that they will be expanding eligibility to people in their mid-50s and above. But there's no official statement regarding that on the CDC site, New York's COVID page, nor my local health department site. And so we wait in this Kafkaesque way until someone tells us it's our turn. But that day still seems pretty far off. 
And it's not like I can shelter in place into perpetuity. I have to work, and that involves leaving my house on a daily basis, albeit not for the entire day. I have to go to the market from time to time, of course. I have medical appointments that can't be done virtually. In short, I need the goddamn shot. I hate to say it, but this is the same pathetic, small-bore type of response to enormous problems that we saw in the Obama administration. We need a national mobilization on the scale of the Second World War. Quite frankly, as we have lost many more Americans than died on the battlefields of Europe and the Pacific in the 1940s. But I have zero confidence that Biden and his administration have the bottle to follow through with anything of the sort. After 40 years of right-wing assault against the very notion of government actively intervening on behalf of ordinary people, we are left with this dysfunctional husk of a federal bureaucracy, straining like a 100-year-old geezer as it attempts to squeeze out a COVID response package that's months late and about $600 short per capita. Let's prove me wrong on this. Call your senators, your representative, your new president and vice president. Tell them to push harder to get this vaccination program moving. July is not nearly soon enough to get shots in everyone's arms. Let's do it like our lives depend on it, because they just might. Love you, Joe. Okay, that's my furious rant for this week. Um, Yeah, I went to see my eye doctor today, actually. So uh, I was sitting in a hallway in a waiting area on a bench, a respectable distance apart from the other people who were waiting there, but there were obviously other people in that building. It's a fairly large building. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of space. So it didn't feel too claustrophobic or the air didn't seem like it was not circulating enough. I was in that place for a long time today. And quite frankly, I was uncomfortable with it because, honestly, there's, there were quite a number of people in that place. And it's indoors, and I was there for about two and a half hours through the course of a series of examinations. And it's a risk, particularly with the various strains of this COVID virus circulating largely uh, on account of the fact that, you know, we haven't really done anything about this, about this virus over the course of the last year. So it's been allowed to run rampant. And as such, I'm not an epidemiologist, but I know this much. When you allow a virus to run rampant, there's going to be variations. It's going to try to evolve into something else. It's going to adapt and adopt new forms. And uh, some of them much more infectious. Some of them much more problematic. We don't know. But uh, every time you're in a public situation like this, it's a risk. It's extremely problematic. And so I have to say, I wasn't terribly pleased. The whole reason for this, and I didn't really get into this in my blog post because I try to keep those pretty brief, but the whole reason for this is is just protecting the intellectual property of these large companies like Pfizer, like Moderna, like Johnson & Johnson. Pfizer did their own development. They weren't part of the sort of, um, what did the Trump 
people call it the moonshot. I forget. <laughs> they had like some kind of moonshot terminology for it. Um, the Forbin Project. <laughs> Ask your mother. Pfizer didn't get that money, but they got a guarantee of selling however many doses, hundreds of millions of doses to both the United States government and to probably European governments, um, governments around the world. So a lot of money expended on that. Moderna, Moderna actually um, benefited from the government's investment in R&D. So these should be made publicly available. They should be shared. The intellectual property rights should be suspended on these just because it's the sane thing to do. This is crazy. What we're doing right now is crazy. We're just protecting the profits of these companies instead of opening up production to other companies around the world, and particularly in underdeveloped countries where they have a capability of producing pharmaceuticals, but they don't have the intellectual property rights to do it. And they're barred from doing it because we're protecting the profits of Pfizer and Moderna and whoever else. It's just ridiculous. Even if you're not altruistic and you don't care what happens to the rest of the world, it's just a stupid way of proceeding. We can't be safe from this virus unless the entire world is safe. We don't live in the kind of world where you can wall yourself off from that sort of thing. We've worked that out. We already know this. We're sacrificing a lot here to preserve people's right to their money. And I think, you know, if the Biden administration wants to do anything useful, they will take a good hard look at, at the degree to which this is restricting production of this vaccine. Because this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous the way they're doing this. The idea that we would have to wait until the end of July to have most people in the country vaccinated is just insane. We have the technology. We can produce it. Get to work. Fuck their profits. Anyway. Wow, I feel a lot better now. <laughs> Not... If you have any comments, if you want to uh, push back on this, if you want to add your voice to mine, please go to anchor.fm slash strange sound and leave a one minute voice message um, or contact me uh, via Twitter at strange sound pod. You can also go to big greennet and follow the contact link where you will find other ways to get in touch with me. Be glad to hear from you. Um, yeah, this is this is a pretty frustrating time. Obviously, I didn't expect a lot out of the Biden administration, and uh, even at that low level of expectation, they're disappointing me. Uh, so that's <laughs> that's to be expected. You know, no honeymoon here, friends. We'll see how things go. Maybe I'll return to this next week. And until then, take good care. I'll talk to you soon.